In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrisheson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. If you have noticed in the last few weeks, if there's anything we've been deliberate about, is his presence. Turn to your name and say, God's presence is everything. You know, your protection, your preservation, your health, your wealth, your relevance is in his presence. And that's why we're not going to microwave time spent in his presence. I know you carry God inside of you, for greater is he that is in you, right? But the God in you must be revealed. And it takes that manifest presence to reveal him. Are you listening to him? When the God in you is not being revealed, guess what? What you're doing is religion. But when the season that God wants us to move us from religion to relevance, don't you never say neighbor? from religion, from religion. to relevance. I'm not even one to God is big on relevance. It's not just, now listen, what's the point? If all we're known for is that we gather on Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there's no impact. Are you listening to me? There must be impact. God does not want to be explained. He wants to be manifested. Write it down. God does not want to be what? Explained. He wants to be what? Manifested. God wants people that we carry his manifest presence and without explanation, there will be a communication of his reality. There's a manifest presence of God that makes you a force in whatever field you are involved with. You know, the Bible is full of characters that were not primarily priests. Abraham was not a priest. Melchizedek was the priest. And yet, there was a few mention of Melchizedek, but several mention of Abraham. Abraham was a regular man. The Bible says he was rich in livestock. Why? Because he dealt in livestock. Abraham carried the presence of God not because he was a priest but because he walked with God. Religion ties you to the temple but God is interested in a generation that will be released into the field. A people that are relevant every single day of the week. It's a going into the world. But before you can have an impact in that world, you must carry his presence because you are going into a world that is full of demons. I'm not you know there are demons everywhere. In fact, the reason why God started, you know, putting on my heart to emphasize the ministry of angels is that we are living in days where there's enhanced demonic activities. Demons finding expression in different spaces, in different spheres. So he said, I don't believe in those things. Whether you believe in it or not, they are there. 
There are demons in your neighborhood. So I just love my suburb. There are, there, 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 there are demons in suburbs. There are city demons. There are suburb demons. Neighborhood demons everywhere. Somebody said, I have left my village. Now listen, there are city demons. There are western demons. In fact, it's beginning to look that western demons are more impactful. Because what they are doing to people's minds is crazy. I was talking to one of my sons in the faith uh, who, who pastors in a very unique place. I'm not if you have heard of Yukon, Canada. Yukon. I just heard of it. It feels like you are traveling out of this world. They share border with Russia. Just a few hours from Moscow. But he's in Canada. So he was telling me about his membership really seriously. And he said, we have transgenders. By the way, I'm not afraid to attack him. He spoke to me recently. He said, don't be afraid to speak the truth. When they were trying to silence Daniel in his generation, what did he do? He opened the window. Say, I will pray. Somebody shout, we will pray. We will speak the truth. Biology is enough to define gender right now. Biology, and every demon rising through the school system, rising from capital hills, rising from everywhere, we bind them. We declare in the name of Jesus, the minds of our children will not, will not be messed up. Somebody shout, Amen. God loves sinners, but He hates sin. Homosexuality is a sin. I refuse to define it. He said, you need to be friendly. The Lord spoke to me recently. He said, if you are not vocal about it, evil will prevail. God loves homosexuals, but he hates homosexuality. And what is wrong is wrong. We will not redefine it. Because of a bunch of people that are full of demons. We bind them. We bind that spirit walking in them. Somebody, stand up, stand up. This is serious. Stand up. The church cannot afford to be silent or trying to redefine our message because we are afraid. I've been, I've been privileged to preach in countries where Jesus is not supposed to be preached publicly. But I preach it. I went out with a Chinese pastor in Brunei several years ago and he said, you know, pastor, if they catch us doing what we're doing, we're going straight to jail. I said, okay, let's go. To be nice on my resume, I went to jail because I shouted Jesus. Somebody shout Amen. I will small good Christian materials. Small good. I package them in flash drives. Because you will not be allowed Bible. So if I can do that in Brunei, why can I do it in America? Lift up your hands and say, we declare. The force of righteousness will not be overwhelmed by the force of evil. If you believe that, come on, shout, Amen. You may be seated. This is a serious thing. It's a serious thing. And you know, the man told me, he said, I have... Is it two or three transgender, transgenders in my church? I say, oh my God, are you dealing with it? I don't even, unless there's somebody here that I don't know yet. I say, I don't know. I, have, I don't think, how are you dealing with it? He said, Pastor, but the problem is they're always coming for counsel on depression. When will they be depressed? When will we be depressed? To change your biology like that, your moons are upside down. They are everywhere. Why won't you be depressed? If our doctors everywhere now are shouting out, I say, this is causing more problem. 
causing more problems. It's like over 70% of the people that went through the process are messed up. In fact, there's a good percentage now trying to reverse it. But the problem is you can't reverse it. And we say we should keep quiet. To the extent that in some parts of the West now, teachers have been empowered to help the child transit without the involvement of the parents. What's the teacher doing talking to a five-year-old about discovering herself or himself? Somebody was telling me, he said he was talking to the teacher about his child and the teacher said, day. He said, my child is not day. It's not day. I sent a sheet to you. <laughs> I mean, he said, no, 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 I'm just trying to be polite. Maybe My child is she. It's not day. The last time I had day, they were demons. We are many. I'm serious. The parents were telling me in Canada. Say how to shout. My, I sent a she to your classroom. And she remains a she. Never address my child by day. Day. Is it not even crazy? It's crazy. And you think we, I will keep quiet on this movie? Never. I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not. Evil is evil and it will remain evil. Are you listening to me? The few minorities that are twisted will not control our destiny. And if we keep quiet, it will keep on spreading. We need to speak out. This is not light. And there are minorities. There are minorities that need help. We are not hating them. We love them. But their lifestyle will not be imposed on us. To, to understand that there are some workplaces, if you don't put the sticker of the alphabet people on your car, they come after you. They like that. That means you're not supporting us. It's my choice. I, the sticker does not look good on my car. And it will never be on my car. Somebody shout amen. amen. One of my daughters in Toronto who, who, who had a program. And you know the program is heavily invested in the alphabet people. Told me recently, he said, he said they, they, they want her to lead the parade. So he said, I call him sick. I say, I agree with you. You are sick. You are sick. You are very sick. I, 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 I'm entitled to sick leave. And I'm using it because I feel sick on the day, this day. It's not a lie. Is he not sick? He's sick. He's, a, he's just thinking about it. That will be the one leading. I say, no, I'm sick. The two days of the parade, I am very, very sick. He said, but you need to, I know. I refuse to identify with what I don't believe in. I don't know what it does to you. I'm watching a good show and all of a sudden, somebody come up like this. <laughs> My spirit is vexed. Yes, I'm of you feel you. If you're already feeling comfortable, I might have to make a call for you to come out. Because that's the, plan, the, that's the whole plan of the Hollywood. To make your mind comfortable with evil. You know, say, it's okay, just one of those. It's not one of those things. <laughs> It's one, it's not it, it's not it, it's not it. It's wrong. I just like, in fact, a lot of times, that's the end of that show. I'll just pause it. Please, please, because my mind is messed up. I don't want to see you. Don't see you. This is not right. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And kids, I mean, parents that are raising kids, please don't just leave them in front of cartoons. 
the cartoon characters they are heavily they have expressions in fact they want to start it with start your kids from a very high age pumping it into their mind that it's okay for a boy to be a girl a girl to be a boy you got to made a mistake he gave you a wrong, a wrong biology for the you know i'm in a wrong body see your mouth no there was a time such condition was diagnosed in america as a mental condition Okay, let's let me continue my message. So we'll not keep quiet. Don't you know he said we will not keep quiet? What is not right will never be right. We will love the people, but that lifestyle we refuse it. Is it very clear? We refuse it. We will not tolerate it. We will not accommodate it. We will not be comfortable with it. It's not right is not right and i've been privileged to have a few encounters i remember several years ago when we still in Senmak, a man came to a service like that you know african-american man good, good looking good man i mean the biology is correct god did not make a mistake so after the service he came to me he said pastor you know i know like i know you don't like people like us i said I like all men. I like you. So, uh, by the way, what do you mean by that? So, you know, I have grown up children, but I like men. Okay, as in you sleep with men. Say, I feel for you. Say, you have a problem. Say, really? Say, yes. And I can help you. Say, what, what do you mean? Say, what you have is called demonic problem. Demons are messing up with your mind. He was looking at me in my office. One, that's one thing about me when I'm dealing with things like that I'm super bold he said really he said yes the righteous is as bold as a lion why should I be the one he said really say yes nobody has told you ah, I'm telling you you have demons say really I said and you know what Jesus did to demons in the Bible he said what did he do he said he cast them out he said really what, what are you saying he said I can cast out your demons say really say yes say I just need your permission Say, really? I've never seen it like that. That is true. Nobody has ever told you like that. But I'm telling you, I love you. I love you enough to volunteer to cast out the demons. Say, wow. Say, I'll go and think about it. And we, he left my office in a very good mood. Say, wow, I never seen it. The only thing did not come back. He said, come back and we will arrange the eviction of the, the legal tenants you have in your mind somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah jesus was bold in his days we have to be bold somebody say i am bold, I am bold. for righteous living i take a righteous stand somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. wow so we've been running prosperity ring for the last few weeks and the Lord spoke to me recently. He said, don't back out from it because I want to do something on that and it's going to take a people with capacity to represent me where those things are concerned. God wants to put resources in the hands of his people. And the reason is not just to take care of their needs 
or meets their, I mean, or take care of their wants, but much more, he wants them to be able to conceive visions that is beyond them, that affects community, that affects, you know, spheres and spaces. And they are ready to undertake it because they have capacity for it. Not just mental capacity, but also financial capacity. Can you see after me say, I have capacity to fulfill the vision of God for my generation. Go to the book of Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Then we'll go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Today, I'm focusing on the blessed life. I started on Friday. Those of you that are around on Friday, I was Friday. Beautiful. And those of you that were online, I was Friday. Beautiful. We started with the blessed life. Turn to your neighbor and say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Say like you mean it. Say, I am, I am very blessed. Now, Genesis chapter 1 verse 20 said, Then God said, let us make man in our image. So man did not evolve. He was made. Don't you never say, I'm not a product of evolution. I never look like a tadpole. I remember Botany 101, Mife, those days. Sat me down, they say, I was once a tadpole. I was offended. None of you have never taken a course like that. Did you enjoy it? I did not enjoy it. I said, me, tadpole. No, please. I evolved, evolved, evolved. And I, even chimpanzee, we were never family. God made me as a man. After life, who knows what you will turn to? A lizard? No, I've always been a man. Don't you say, I'm a man? Simple period. Myself and Ape were never in the same family. <laughs> so we are all mamas. I'm a man. Okay. Can we read it? One, two, three, go. Listen, so first of all, this communicates that man is God's idea. It was God that said, man must be made. Now, if man is God's idea, that means God must have a plan to take care of man. Because God conceived the idea of man. And that's why God will forever remain the source of man. Man was never designed to take care of himself. Man was designed to be taken care of by his source. And according to the plan of that source, who made men just to replicate him on that, in his likeness and in what? In his image. His plan is for men to have full control of his space. Say, over everything, as far as the heart is concerned, have dominion, be in charge, run the show. Lift up your right hand and say, I was created not to be run over, but to run the show. Can you shout it? Say, I run the show on heart. Man was not designed to be run over. He was designed to run the show. Have dominion, be in charge, be in control. 
dominate over everything as far as the heart is concerned. Now, verse 28. Verse 28. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Now, verse 28. Are you following? Now, in verse 28, the Bible now said, you know, verse 26 says, God said, let us make man and let him have dominion. Now, verse 28 says, and God who conceived the idea of man now did what? Blessed man. He blessed man. <laughs> it's not interesting that he says them. And it's not like the them they are using now. That them implies the woman is not an afterthought. Hey, it has always been God's plan that the woman will come out of man. So he made Adam and Adam was a total package. Right inside of him, there was a what? A woman. And God blessed them. The whole human race which consists of male and what? Female. So a man is blessed a woman is blessed. Somebody shout amen. amen. He blessed them. And he said to them, be fruitful. Listen, what is about to be said now is all connected to the blessing. So fruitfulness is because of the blessing. Multiplication is because of what? The blessing. The feeling of the heart is because of what? The blessing. The subdue, by the way, the word subdue implies the use of force. That tells you in your sojourn on earth, there are going to be obstacles, there are going to be things that want to, you know, present themselves as, you know, major issue that cannot be easily run over. But because the plan and purpose of God for you has always been that you will run the heart, you will run the show, nothing will run you over. He says, I'm blessing you. And one of the things that comes with that blessing is the capacity to use force to push down whatever comes in your way. Lift up your chest and shout, I'm blessed to subdue. So man was blessed to be fruitful, to multiply, to feel. I want somebody to, 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 desire, to, to create that image. Feel, feel. I just want to be in my little corner, doing my little thing. You know, I'm not disturbing anybody. Nobody's disturbing me. You're out of the will of God. God says, feel the heart. You must, your impact must be made here. It must never be said about you that you were born, you went to suburb, you raised children in suburb, and you died in suburb. And you never left the suburb where you grew up. Come on, there's more to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's more to you. Feel the heart. Before you leave this heart, feel it. Feel it. Your impact must be felt. You must have influence in some space. I just want to a quiet, simple straightforward not complicated life god says that has not been the plan i made you to feel the heart don't you remember say feel the heart feel the heart come out of your comfort zone touch spaces around you feel the heart and he says subdue 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 use force anything that will not comply you have capacity in the blessing 
to put it under. I want you to stand up. This is prophetic. Say, in the name of Jesus, I declare, in the name of Jesus, I have the blessing to subdue every challenge, everything that confronts me, that confronts my family, that confronts my academics, that confronts my career, that confronts my ministry, in the blessing, I have capacity to put it under. I want you to step, stamp on it, stamp on it. I put it under. I subdue it. Subdue it. You may be seated. Because some of us, anytime we see little opposition, say, oh, no, no, no. Maybe that's not the will of God for my life. For how long will you run? Everything is not the will of God for you. So, you know, you know, I don't like trouble. Life is full of trouble. Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulations. There will be challenges. Be, you, you know, I just want to have a very simple life. I, I don't want to disturb anybody. And I don't want nobody disturbing you. People will disturb you. People will disturb you. I'm just going in my lane, keeping a simple life. Now, listen. I've said it before. They are suburbs. They are suburbs demons. No matter if, I, if you run from suburb and run into countryside. In fact, the countryside demons might be worse. And if you end up in the village... I'm just, I'm just going to move away from civilization. I just want to be there by myself in the wood. The animals in the wood, by the way. <laughs> Did you get the point? So no matter how much you want to run, there are going to be things that you have to, you know, just run over to subduce. Because it's rather than backing out, you have capacity in the blessing to subdue it. Say after me, say in the name of Jesus. By the blessing, everything that confronts me in life is subdued. The blessing is the capacity of God that brings fruitfulness, that brings multiplication, that gives you the ability to influence and fill your environment, that gives you the capacity to subdue anything that needs force to come down, to align with you. Ultimately, so that you can what? Dominate. Because until you are fruitful, multiply, feel, and subdue, you are not dominating. And God says, dominion is my plan. But you have to go through fruitfulness, multiplication, filling the heart, and subduing. Then you will have dominion. So the blessing puts you in a position to achieve all these things. And like I said on Friday, the blessing is not material primarily. Are you listening to me? That's why Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says, you have been blessed with all spiritual blessing. So the blessing is falsely spiritual. And what do I mean by spiritual? It's not tangible it cannot be seen with a physical eyes, but it exists. Just because you can't see it does not mean it's not there. When a man is blessed, child, take all the physical, natural things away from him, he's still effective. Somebody say, Pastor, show me a proof. You want me to show you a proof? How many of you know about the story of Joseph? What comes to your mind when Joseph is mentioned? 
Come on, come on, come on. Evangelist, what comes to your mind when Joseph is mentioned? Oh, the, the grace. Uh, the grace. Okay, it's very deep. <laughs> the grace. I'm looking for. Amen. What comes to your mind? Namesake, what comes to your mind when Joseph is mentioned? Discipline. Okay, God bless you. These people are very deep. Let me narrow it down. The beginning of the life of Joseph, when the character Joseph was introduced in Genesis 37, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What did you say? Dream. Okay, even before dream. God bless you. By the way, I have a gift for you at the end of the service. Coats of many colored. You know, you know, the father loved this boy because of the sentimental connection. The mother was late and the mother was beloved. So he pampered him. He will send the brothers out there in the field and he will keep him in the house. Adorn him, you know, spoil him. You know, it was a spoiled child. <laughs> to the extent that the brothers go mad. Is he only him? Are we not his children too? Don't, don't we deserve a good treatment? And it got so bad that his own blood brothers had plans to kill him. If not for the mercy of God, that was their plan. So somebody came up with the idea. Said, rather than kill him and gain nothing, why not sell him? <laughs> and make money. God bless you. And make money. That's an Ibu man speaking. Let's make money. You know, if we kill him, <laughs> you know, there's no profit. <laughs> I mean, there's a way we can actually, I mean, you know, be richer. It's a smart idea. You know, there are times that men are plotting against you. But what they don't know is that they are working for you. Just lift up your two and say, whatever is being planned against my destiny is working for my goal. If you believe that, come on, shout hallelujah. So they had plans. Get rid of Joseph. Sell him. So they sold him as a slave. I'm summarizing Genesis 37 all the way to chapter 39. They sold him as a slave. And those days, when slaves are sold, they are sold naked. So all those coats of many color, in fact, coat of one color, there was nothing on his back. I want you to picture a Joseph that was brought in to Egypt, naked, with shackles on his feet, chains in his hands. And all his life, he has enjoyed luxury, he has enjoyed beautiful things, he has been under the love of his father. But here was Joseph, left with nothing material. No father, nobody to love him in the natural. And was brought naked into Egypt. Genesis 39 from verse 1, media place. We have taken away everything in the natural. He had nothing on him. He was broke. In fact, he had no account. Read it one, one more. One, two, one, two, go. Now, if you can write in your right note, he had been taken down to Egypt naked. Continue. You know what the blessing does is this. 
even in the midst of the plots of men to finish your destiny the blessing navigates your path write it down they took his clothes away they, they told his father who loved him he's dead but yet the blessing followed him and somebody said why can't blessings stop all those plots listen God has a way of using the aid of men to accomplish his purpose. Because they will push you into the middle of your destiny. When they thought, they are finishing you. They are reducing you. Look at it. Verse 2. Can you read this loud and clear? Please, do you get this? He was a slave who came in naked, empty, nothing to his account. But yet, the Bible says he was successful. Because the Lord was what? With him. The Lord that said, I will bless you, was with him. He said he was a successful man in the house of what? His master, he was a slave, and yet prosperous, successful, effective. You know, listen, in the plan and purpose of God, there are things, there are phases that God will allow you to go through to train you for your palace. Write it down. Because God knows for as long as you stay in your father's house, you will not get the skills to manage the palace. Your dream, your prophecy was about a palace but you're not going to get it staying all your life in your father's house, adorned, decorated, spoiled, treated like a prince. So God will push you out, knowing fully well that he's got your back. And what looks like punishment, what looks like uh, tribulation, God uses it to train you for your palace. Because here, the Bible makes us to realize that God was with him. God was in the process. Their plan was to get rid of him, but God used that plan to train him for his future. Even in the midst of their evil plot, God orchestrated. That's what the blessing does. He orchestrated his plan. Because the dream that Joseph had as a little boy was meant to be accomplished in Egypt. He made sure that the people that would buy him as a slave were in Egypt. Not only anybody in Egypt, somebody who was close to the palace. It was not by accident that it was Potiphar who was the chief officer, the chief security of what? Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, that bought him. So Potiphar brought him home and he saw that this boy was different. I declare in the name of Jesus in this season by the hand of the Lord that is upon you. Everybody in your space will notice that you are different. Amen. Lift up your two hands and shout, I'm blessed I'm to be different. He was not the only slave in Potiphar's house, but he stood out as a slave. Some of you will, some of you will you get yourself in some space and you're wondering, what am I doing in this space? God has a plan. And God is saying, as small as that space is, my hand will be upon you and my hand will cause you to stand out. So he stood out. Somebody shout, I stand out by the blessing. Come on, shout if you believe it. Say, I stand out by the blessing. 
Say, what's a successful man? Somebody shout, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. The Lord is with me. And I'm successful. Verse 3. And his master saw. Remember what I said earlier on in the service. The blessing does not need explanation. The master saw. Joseph was not going around and say, Ah, there is a God of Abraham. And the God of Isaac. I came from that lineage. In our lineage, we do explore it. Don't you get it? He did not need to explain. The master saw it. I pray for somebody this morning. Wherever you find yourself in this season, come on, get on your feet. I feel an anointing of God to pray for you. I said the hand of God will be so strong on you. Even the worst infidel will see that you are blessed. I pray for you, whether you're a student, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in one career space or the other. I declare by the hand of the Lord, in this season, you will stand out. Somebody shout, I'm blessed to stand out. See that? You may be seated. He said, the Lord, listen, his master saw. The master did not know the Lord, but the master saw what the Lord is doing. The only way the people will be able to know that the Lord is with you and that you are blessed is through what is coming out of your hands. And I'm led of God to pray for your hands this morning. Can you put your hands out wherever you are seated? Say, these hands. Yes. We walk wonders. These hands. We bat exploits. These hands. We do the unusual. Monday. Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday. Friday, Saturday, everywhere. These hands manifest greatness. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. I hate the religion of just showing up in church and you have nothing to show for your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Whether you're in politics, whether you're in commerce, whether you're in entertainment, any space you find yourself, whether it's medicine, whether it's nursing, the hand of God must be on your hand and must reflect something extraordinary, something beyond normal, something that will cause the attention of the people that oversee you, people that supervise you, people that are supposed to be over you to realize you are uncommon. Religion is coming to church and doing regular. That's religion. The proof that you, are, you come to church should be in the results you get. He was a prosperous man. He was a fruitful man. He was multiplying. He was filling the space. He was subduing and having dominion. Even in the house of Potiphar. Potiphar saw this is different. I pray for you. This last quarter coming. It will be a quarter of difference. Oh, you didn't hear me. I say it will be a quarter of difference. All this, your, your supervisor say, I'm mad at you. Those days, those days are over. I declare you become the template of your office. Even regionally, you will become the template. Oh, I feel an anointing of the Holy Ghost. Get on your feet. Nationally, you will become the template. Globally, you will become the template. People will begin to make reference to you. Because the hand of the Lord will be so obvious on your life, it will be clear that you are connected to Jehovah. It will be obvious that the Lord is with you. Everything connected to your hand prospers in this season. Somebody shout, I'm blessed! The Lord made all. Hey, not some. All. 
I pray for you, maybe until now, some prospered in your hands. Why declare in this season, all that your hand is involved with will prosper. Don't settle for 75% is working. God wants everything to work. Somebody shout, I am blessed. If it's the blessing, then all should work. My home is working. My career is working. My ministry is working. My family is working. Everything is working. I said 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 everything is working. The Lord made all. He did. Don't settle for some. Go for all. The blessing has the capacity to make all to prosper. So if it's prosperity according to God, it's all. Not some. The blessing makes all to prosper. You know, I was thinking this series will be over this weekend when I was in Calgary, but apparently it's not over. Because it's raised a generation that will see prosperity beyond their needs being met. They will see prosperity beyond their wants being supplied. But they will see prosperity as an opportunity to be a blessing. Amen. A generation that can conceive God's idea. Their mind is big. They don't think small. They're thinking about the whole world must be blessed. God is walking this generation like he walked. Sorry, JJ. He walked, he walked in Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. Give me Genesis chapter 14. I'm closing now. Have you been blessed this morning? That's why you should send me to mission. When you send me to mission, I come fired up. Genesis 13, 14. Read it. One, two, three, go. Not next verse. For all the land which you see, I give to you, I want to end with this. God is saying we're in a season of God-sized vision. Maybe you are there. You are like Abraham, who is still mourning the departure of Lot, and God is saying you don't get it. This land is bigger than Lot. In fact, it's to your advantage for Lot to go. In fact, come with me. Because I want to take you northward, see far. Southward, see far. Please, don't, don't criticize my geography. Eastward, see far. Westward, see far. Thank you. Enlarge your coast. Widen your vision. Increase your capacity. I have so much to do through your life. I'm just starting with you. Have you lost something? God said you have not lost me. Have you lost anything? You have not lost me. For as long as, as I'm with you, you can go far. But you must see. God is a God of vision. And when a season of God-sized vision, all those small visions you have been running with, throw them away. God is looking for people that can carry his great ideas. Do you know it was, it's because of this that we can talk about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because there was an Abraham that walked with God to see far. Let it be said about you. 
that you walk with God. And so beyond your needs and, my, and, my, and needs and wants, you saw the agenda of God. Northward, southward, eastward, westward. And God says, for as far as you can see, when you walk through that land that you see, I will give it to you. Come on, are you blessed this morning? Lift up your hands unto heaven. Say, Lord, I have capacity for, your, for, your, for God-sized vision. I have capacity to see what you are saying. I'm not confining you to my needs and wants. I see far. Anything I need. Maybe I need to go to some Potiphar's house to be trained for my palace. I'm ready. Because I know you are with me. And in Potiphar's house, you will bless me. You will bless the works of my hand. Even if you are like Jacob that hands up with Laban, you will still be fine. Because Laban will realize that his increase is tied to the presence of God in your life. Father, we thank you. Can you give God a shout of praise everywhere? We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishason. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.